What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the Luke Mind Power Show, the best podcast for motivation, positive energy, success secrets, and powerful mindset strategies. I am your motivational speaker and coach who delivers the most extraordinary self awareness and personal development information on the planet. Buckle up, turn up that volume because it's time to evolve. Soak in the wisdom and move one step closer towards your most successful life ever. Let's go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 108 of the Luke Mind Power Show. It is a blessing to be alive and it's a blessing to be broadcasting again on my podcast. Uh, every single time I take some more action, I grow a little bit more, but this is part of the journey of uh, understanding that progress equals happiness, right? Everybody's seeking more happiness all the time. And sometimes one of the reasons why we're not happy is because we're not moving, right? We're stagnant. We're in our comfort zone. We're staying in the same place. And that's the challenge of life is to know, okay, what am I doing with myself? How am I growing? How am I evolving? How am I becoming that better version of myself every single day? What are the things that I'm doing every single day that are helping me evolve, right? You have two choices, evolve or repeat right? Are you here to be the same person as you were yesterday? Or are you here to develop yourself, grow, evolve, become that better version of yourself, attract more healthier relationships into your life? You know, if we talk about your environment, it's very important that you're aware of the people that are in your proximity, right? Are they building you up? Are they healthy for you? Are they empowering you? Are they making you feel like you can believe in yourself a little bit more? Or are they draining you? Are they toxic? Are they unhealthy? This is very, very important. Depending on what you want, right? I mean, if if you want to live a pessimistic lifestyle, uh, a limited lifestyle, a lifestyle where things are not so possible, or oh, I don't know if I can achieve that, well, that's up to you. But if you surround yourself with people that have an optimistic mindset, that want to grow, that want to be better, that are not complaining, not gossiping all the time, Right? We're focusing on gratitude, focusing on all the things we do have. Focus on the, the fact that you've got a toilet and you can flush the toilet. There's people out there who don't have a toilet. You know, Focus on the little things of, of gratitude that you can uh, understand how blessed you actually are. You know, um, So this is actually not what I'm going to be talking about today. But episode 108 uh, is going to be about solitude and why it's so powerful to be alone. And first of all... Um, the reason why, one of the reasons why I've been able to really grow, evolve and become this better, more confident version of myself is because I spent, I have spent and I still do spend a lot of time alone, right? I live with my parents at the moment, but I still spend a lot of time alone, right? So, uh, the, the, the truth of the matter is, is that, you know, some of us who are in relationships may see some of my messages or maybe some of my quotes and I talk about solitude or I talk about, you know, how strong you become when you lean into uh, the uncomfortableness or the fear of, you know, being in a relationship with yourself or being alone or not having someone there with you that you can hug or you can, you know, kiss or you can be affectionate with, right? Um, and my message for everyone who's in a relationship is that you can still practice solitude, right? Because what you're doing is you're establishing this relationship with yourself 
right, in a sense of understanding that you are a whole individual. And this is what you want to be very aware of. Am I dependent on someone else for me to feel like I'm good enough? Right? Do I need validation or external energy to come into my proximity, to come within me, to help me feel like I am enough? Do I need that? Am I dependent on my partner or am I a whole being by myself? Right? So if you are in a relationship, practicing solitude is phenomenal, right? Because it's you saying, hey, you know, I'm, I'm in a relationship. I'm committed to this person, but I also enjoy myself. I also know that I'm not reliant on other people to give me happiness. I'm not reliant on other people to fill my void, right? To, to fill the leaks, to, to patch up the leaks of the things that maybe I've been traumatized with, or maybe I've been neglected or abandoned or, or experiences in my past from my childhood and growing up that have really traumatized me. Or maybe you're in a really toxic, unhealthy relationship. Maybe you're physically abused, whatever that is right? Um, are you using the other person as the person to help you to feel okay with yourself? And you want to become aware of that. And that's why solitude is so powerful, because it's taking that time each day or once a week, wherever you can fit it in to say, okay, I know that I love you. I know that I'm in a relationship with you, but I don't need you to make me feel like I'm enough to make me feel like I'm confident to make me feel like I'm good enough. Right? And this is why this relationship with yourself is so important, right? To understand that you have to be the one that has your own back. No one's coming to save you. No one's coming to fill your voids or putty up those leaks that you've got in your ship. Because a lot of us are traumatized. In fact, everyone is traumatized. We went through some sort of uncomfortable, distressing, emotional experience when we were children that we couldn't solve that we couldn't understand so the next time you get triggered or the next time you're reactive or the next time that someone says something to you that bothers you right pay attention to your emotions your feelings your energy as to why you react like that or why you can't say anything because you're stuck or why you feel really energetically frozen, why you blush, why you feel maybe unsafe in certain circumstances where you feel like I can't show up, I can't do something, I can't act, I'm stuck. And that can be because of some of the experiences that you've been through in the past that you haven't give light, given light to, you haven't given attention to. Um, so big shout out to all the Dream Chasers. I'm going live inside the Dream Chasers Facebook group, which is my Facebook group that I created a couple of years ago. There's over 2,000 people in there. If you haven't joined, um, click the link in my Instagram bio. That'll take you directly to the Dream Chasers. Um, I'm also going live on my YouTube channel, uh, on Instagram and on TikTok all at the same time. Um, it's a blessing to connect with you all. I hope that you enjoy the next 30 or 40 minutes of however long I'm going to speak for. Again, I'm just a messenger. Uh, I really, when I come on and do a podcast, I'm very, very in flow. I'm very connected with the universe, with myself, um, with the God energy that works through me. Uh, and uh, sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. Most of the time, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I just allow myself to do it. Um, and one thing I was actually sharing with my 
um, clients, I will go into more into solitude because there's a lot of um, comments on one of my posts on Instagram and people are asking certain questions about it. Um, but I was talking to my clients and what I realized um, recently, as well as another powerful po post that I have on my Instagram platform, which is uh, uh, the, the last sentence is uh, everything that you reveal, you heal. A lot of us have been through some really, really bad experiences and we're shame, we're, we live in shame. We don't want to share the truth. It hurts so much from some of the things that we've been through that we suppress those feelings, those emotions, and we don't even want to bring those memories back up. And it hurts so much to actually expose that kind of truth. And it's kind of cliche because, I mean, you've heard the quote, the truth will set you free. But a lot of us feel as if we can continue to move forward without bringing any light to that darkness, you know? Um, and I, I, I feel you, I resonate with you. I know that it's hard and I know that it's not easy to speak about the things that you've been through. Uh, but I have to use my life as an example. Everything that you reveal, you heal. Okay. Now I've been doing a podcast for two years now. This is episode 108. One of the reasons why not only do I have a strong relationship with myself because I've spent a lot of time alone, but because I've done a lot of communication, I've done a lot of speaking, I've done a lot of expressing, I've done a lot of revealing. I've like, if you think about our life, if you think about your life, where you're at at the moment, man, you have like so much information up there in your subconscious brain that's stored, that's available to you, that's waiting for you to share or express like you've got a massive story you've got so much that you've been through it's ridiculous if you think about your whole childhood and your teenagers and your 20s and your 30s man like those relationships those friendships those traumatic events those experiences that school life like there is so much there and a lot of us are not communicating a lot of us are not revealing a lot of us are not sharing and the, one of the reasons why I have healed so much in my life is because of this podcast. Because what am I doing? I'm, I'm communicating. I'm revealing. I'm expressing. And every time I speak and I talk and I let it out, I'm healing at the same time. A lot of us are stuck in our heads. And that's why it's so important, you know, therapy and having a coach or having people that you can communicate with where you can be yourself, where you don't have to hide anything. This is where you transform your life. Communication. You know, the more that you hide yourself, suppress your emotions, suppress your feelings, suppress the dark energy, right? You're not allowing yourself space for more blessings and more love and more light within you. Because you're holding on to that shit that's, that's really weighing you down and it hurts. It's bad energy, you know. Um, then that goes into forgiveness and why forgiveness is so powerful. Because in order for you to grow, you got to let that shit go, you know. And when you let that stuff go and you bring it to the light and you say, okay, you know what? I can't change the past, but I can change the future. I can, you know learn to really love myself and the more that you really love yourself you love the world you love the universe then you start loving everyone else and you start seeing people in a different light you start realizing that you have empathy and compassion for people even the people that treated you bad 
even the people that disrespected you, even the people that abused you, because everybody's been through something that has caused them to be the way that they are, to act the way that they are, to project the way that they do. This is the hard challenge for you to fathom. I know that if you've been through abuse, if you've been through traumatic events, if you've been through a toxic relationship, if you've been through something really painful and hurtful, and you think to yourself, how the hell can somebody treat me like that? I've put up with this for far too long, right? But there's a reason for everything. Somebody just doesn't, isn't born a narcissist or someone who manipulates other people or, or treats other people with disrespect they've been through some bad shit themselves and they don't know any different they're so unconsciously toxic and their ego is driving them for feeling that dominance feeling that power making other people feel less than them making other people feel as if they've But the truth of the matter is, what happened to them? What the fuck did they go through for them to show up without love? For them to show up in this world to treat another human like that? Fuck, man. They would have had to go through some shit, some real bad shit for them to be so screwed. So it's not about you reaching down to help them. It's about you taking responsibility from your life from today onwards and saying, okay, you know, it's not what I wanted to go through. I didn't deserve that. It's not my fault. I was supposed to be lifted up by my tribe. I was supposed to have a healthy, loving relationship. I was supposed to have a healthy childhood. I was supposed to be loved given attention, validated by my parents. I was supposed to be nurtured. I was supposed to be taken care of. But a lot of things that you may have gone through maybe just didn't go the way that they were supposed to. And this is your opportunity right now to say, hey, you know what? Okay, am I going to sit in sorrow, despair, resentment and continue to have that negativity and that pain towards those experiences or that person that has done me wrong, especially if it's fresh for you right now, I understand, I'm with you, I feel your pain, that you can't just go, yeah, I'm just going to forgive that person, no worries for how they fucked me up, right? Of course, I understand, it is a process. And that's why it's not something that maybe you can let go of straight away, I get it. But what's important is for you to start practicing self-love, start coming home start taking control of your life start focusing on the present moment start coming back to peace right start coming back to being aware of your thoughts start coming back to realizing that you are always in control start focusing on what you can control and the number one thing that you can control is you you can't change other people don't focus on shit you can't change focus on you Focus on that one little thing that you can change today to become that better version of yourself tomorrow. It's a process, right? Where you're at right now, maybe you're not happy with the situation or the life that you've, you're living right now. Well, in order for things to change, you need to change. For you to get different results, you've got to start doing things differently. Okay? And it only takes just one, one thing. One thing that you can change in your daily life 
that's going to help you build that extra momentum for tomorrow and build on that every single day in six months time you can be in such a more of an amazing place and then maybe in six months time you'll be ready to forgive and to go deeper but first start with you because the more that you build that self-love and that relationship with yourself and surround yourself with the right people eventually you will find that energy that truth to be able to forgive yourself and others because you'll see that wow you know what these people who did me wrong were really traumatized they didn't have respect for life they didn't have respect for humanity they didn't have respect for the miracle of life that we all are they've been through some really bad things and you know i have compassion for them now but you can only get there when you come back home to yourself you can only get there when you build a strong relationship with yourself. You can only get there when you honor yourself. You can only get there when you start to really, really appreciate who it is that you are and tap into the greatness that you have within yourself because you've got greatness, man. You're powerful. You're more powerful than you can imagine. But unfortunately, these experiences, these circumstances have manipulated our psychology, our subconscious brain. And unfortunately, we're running on a system that has a lot of toxic thoughts limiting beliefs and things that are really really weighing us down and so it's your job to say okay you know what realize this i am not my thoughts i am the observer of them i get to choose what's right what's wrong what's mine what's not because there's a lot of thoughts that ain't yours it's not you it's what you've been programmed with it's what other people have told you. It's what you've consumed on TV. It's what you've listened to on the radio. It's maybe what your family has been telling you all along that you're not good enough or that you'll never achieve your dreams or you'll never find that right person or you're not with the right relationship, right person. Right? And it's always realizing that, you know, the world can manipulate the hell out of you if you let them. So let's go back to solitude. Um, let me see if I can find this post. Uh, it is here somewhere. Um, I just moved my phones because they're in the way. Okay. So the post that I've got on my Instagram, which a lot of people have commented on, is um, do what you got to do to be happy. Do what you got to do to be okay, even if that means doing it alone, right? So when we go to that quote, okay, um, even if that means doing it alone. Some of you were like, okay, um, putting a lot of questions and I completely understand where you're coming from. So there was a question um, that I got from Sani Baby 33 uh, and she wrote, what happens if you end up loving your, loving your solitude too much? Because that's what can happen with solitude, dot, dot, dot. And then you end up being afraid to lose it instead of being afraid of it. Okay, um, so like I mentioned before, solitude is not saying, okay, um, I want to be a loner. I want to be with myself forever. Uh, I want to not be in a relationship in the future. For me, in my own experience of living in solitude, okay, um, it was purely to say, okay, I'm blocking out the world. 
I'm blocking out everything external. I'm taking full control of my life and I'm being very, very mindful of standing guard at the door of my mind. Okay, I've given my life for 33 years or not all of it because when I was younger, I was obviously, you know, living with my parents and stuff like that. But I've been alive. I've experienced a lot of life. I've been exposed to a lot of different experiences, bullying and whatever circumstances, positive and negative. So I've got a lot of information in my brain now that has programmed me to be a specific way, to run a specific way, to think a specific way, to be a specific way, to believe a specific way, right? So solitude for me was disconnection, right? Coming home, coming home to me, saying no to relationships, right? Even leaving family, right? Disconnecting from being controlled by the world. Now, you may not realize it, but we are very controlled and we're very, very manipulated. And that's why it's so important to take control of your mind, take control of your life and be very particular with who it is that you communicate with and who it is that's in your proximity. So this was my journey of solitude was for the purpose of saying, okay, for example, guys, a lot of people went to university after they finished school. For me, that wasn't my journey okay and i wondered for a lot of lot of years why that was why i didn't like studying or didn't get it or i just didn't vibe with it and everybody else that i knew pretty much left and went to uni or went and did an apprenticeship and got a really good job and things worked out for other people but didn't work for me and i just didn't know what i was good at so it took me some time and again remember that you know my journey is not your journey and your journey is not my journey. I'm not here to compare myself with anyone because no one is me and I'm not them. So the beautiful thing is there is no rule book to life. There's no structure. There's no points of this is what you need to do by 30. This is what you need to be by 35. This is what you need to do by 40. Allow yourself to live in the present moment. Everything happens for a reason. What's meant for you will not suffice. Everything that's meant to happen in your life will happen in order for you be patient and trust the process. Okay, don't compare yourself to anyone else. But unfortunately, we get lost in that because we look at other people's lives. And then if they're working out a different way, we have that yearning and that expectation of, you know, I want my life to be like that. But if you hadn't seen other experiences or other people's lives evolve in certain ways, you wouldn't have that expectation because you wouldn't know what to believe. You would just allow things to be. But because we've got so many people around us, we've got so much information being projected at us all the time on social media and all these other platforms that we get lost in all these other possibilities. When really the possibility is you coming back to the present moment, realizing that my life is completely distinct. It's different. It's not like anybody else. And I'm just going to follow my path, right? You've always got someone saying, when are you going to get married? Or when are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? And it's like, man, let me fucking live. When it happens, when it's the right time, it'll happen, right? Um, but that's just the way that we've been programmed culturally as well, you know? Um, certain, a lot of different cultures, you know, there's this expectation of, you know, when you have to do this, when you have to do this. Um, and so really it's coming back and owning your shit and just not allowing other people's opinions of you to bother you and realizing that their opinion is none of your business. So... This journey of uh, solitude for me started at 33. So for the last three years, I'm turning 37 this month. Um, for me, it's like, okay, some people went to university at 18. Well, 
for the last three years or four, I've been in my own university. I've been in Luke's university. I've been researching Luke. I've been doing a lot of work with Luke, finding out who the fuck is Luke? Why is Luke here? Why does Luke think the way that he thinks? What did Luke go through that has made him be the way that he is? Is Luke really the real Luke? Or has he been programmed a specific way because of his indoctrination, because of his culture, because of his family? Is he really who he truly is? Or is there someone else? So in order for me to evolve into this version of myself, which I believe is the true Luke, there was a lot of things that I had to let go of, right? There was a lot of things that I had to let go of for me to step into the trueness of who I am. And this was the journey of my solitude of saying, okay, I've been through a lot of relationships. I've been rejected many times by girls where I really thought that they were the one, I really wanted it to work. And it hurt. But if it doesn't kill you, it makes you live longer. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. And it did. And, and I'll be honest, I love being rejected now. It fucking builds me up. It motivates the hell out of me. <laughs> I just keep going. But those experiences were just the universe letting me know that you got to keep going, Luke, because these are not your people. These are people that are just coming into life to teach you what you don't want, right? What you don't deserve. And so I got to a point at 33 to say, uh, no more relationships. If I want to attract someone into my life, I need to work on me. If I want someone better, I need to become better. So this is where this solitude journey uh, continues where, you know, I'm, I've become this better version of myself, right? But I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry to get in a relationship. I'm not, in a, I'm not like desperate to, oh, come on, I can't wait to have a girlfriend. You know, like when it's the right time, the universe will align me with this with a person that's on a very, very, if not the same vibration, the same frequency, and things will flow. And it will happen. I'm not under pressure. I don't need to rush. I'm here. I'm content. I'm happy. I'm peaceful. Because I'm living in the present moment. I'm very grateful for life and the little things that I have. I'm not focusing on what I don't have. And I know that everything will happen when it's meant to happen. So the whole journey of solitude, it's not sitting here thinking, oh shit, I'm so happy being in a relationship with myself and understanding me that I'm going to just continue to go this way and I'm never going to meet someone. I know I'm going to meet someone. That's, I'm meeting people all the time. But it's you understanding your journey of healing, addressing your traumas, addressing the things that you've been suppressing and doing that enough for you to build confidence in yourself to know that I am not being defined. I am not a victim of the shit that I went through in the past. I'm not taking that into a new relationship where I'm going to be projecting that onto someone else. That's the truth. That's where you want to go deeper in. And so that's where I've gone with my journey of healing, understanding my emotions.
so that when I do connect with somebody that makes sense to me, right? I'm not going to be freaking being that toxic male that I used to be. One of the biggest and best ways that you can let go of your toxicity is to love yourself, is to learn how to love yourself and to be in that relationship with yourself. Because once you connect with that self-love, what happens is the ego disappears. And the truth of that is, is that you become very aware of your ego. You become aware when it shows up. But because you have so much love within yourself, you don't allow the ego to actually control you. But you know when it comes up, it does. It's just your self-awareness of being intuitive, trusting yourself. And this is what solitude does. So let me take solitude to the relationships of, you know, you may be in a relationship right now and think, well, you know, Luke, you talk a lot about this solitude and being alone and stuff like that, but I'm in a healthy relationship. Amazing, right? But like I was talking about at the start, are you dependent on this person? Does this person fill your voids? Does this person make you feel like you're good enough, right? And this is where you want to tap into more of embracing time with yourself, understanding your traumas, your emotions, things that you've been through in the past that you may not be uh, open to talking about, right? And your solitude, your relationship with yourself, your wholeness, right? When you think about a relationship, it's about two people coming together that are whole, right? I'm not fucking half. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not wanting to attract a person who is half full, right? Because of the work that I've done on me, the person that I am, I am feel, I'm full, I'm overflowing. So I will and expect to attract someone who also is overflowing, right? Someone who is also full, right? With two whole beings connecting and complementing our life, growing together, evolving together. Right? This is not a journey of stagnation where I'm only half full. I need you to come and fill me up because I'm, I'm unhappy. I'm, I've got a lot of trauma. I've got a lot of shit that I've been through. And I need you in my life because if I don't have you, I'm not going to feel good enough. So the journey of solitude and connecting with yourself uh, when you're in a relationship is powerful. And it's just making time. You know, it may be you saying, I've had an amazing week. I'm going to take myself out for breakfast by myself. Now, if you're in a relationship and your partner hasn't heard of solitude or they don't practice it, and all of a sudden you start saying, I want to talk, I want to do like, I want to practice time alone. They're probably going to freak out, right? Because it's fucking weird. It's odd, you know? And the truth is when you start to awaken to this kind of truth when you start to really love you and start making yourself the number one priority in your life you're going to scare some people people who are around you in your proximity now if you start to go into this journey of self-inquiry reconnection connecting with the universe connecting with your spirit your intuition your truth building this relationship, doing exactly what's right for you without feeling guilty for doing so, your vibration is going to start going higher. And as you start going higher, there's going to be people around you that are not going to understand you. They're going to judge you. 
not going to make sense to them. And what that's going to do to you is it's going to hurt you a little bit. Because when you start to open your mind and awaken to this universal love of your existence, of the beauty that you are, of realizing that you are not defined by anybody else's opinion, you are defined and validated by yourself, you are filled up by yourself, you can reparent yourself, you can heal your childhood wounds. But you do that. You ain't waiting for no one else to come and save you. And when you do that, what happens is you make more room and space for all the blessings to come in. You make more room and space within you for positive energy, right? To fill you up with all the good stuff. And so you're basically putting yourself back together like a puzzle. So you've got a few things that are missing right now and you've got a bit of work to do. And, you know, that's where I come in as a coach to help you do that, right? So putting the pieces of the puzzle back together so that you can be whole, so that you can be confident and strong. There's people around you that won't get you. And when you start to elevate, they will want to pull you down. And most of the time, it's just because they don't get it. It doesn't make sense to them. They may think you're crazy. Start talking to yourself in the mirror. What the hell is that? Why would you do that? That's so stupid. That's one of the exercises that uh, I teach my clients, but also that I practice every single day is speaking to myself in the mirror. But not only that, I just talk to myself. I know I'm on camera now, but even when I go outside, I have conversations with myself. I reason with myself. Some people can think that's crazy. Again, because we've been programmed and conditioned in a certain way that having a relationship with yourself or understanding yourself or being your own best friend is uncommon. It's unfamiliar. So it feels weird naturally at the beginning. It's a bit uncomfortable, right? But what this is, and something that I've just learned recently within my own journey of being a coach and mentor and helping my clients is that when you show up for yourself, when you look at yourself in the mirror, when you talk to yourself, what you're actually psychologically doing is your mind is now observing your action visually. It's seeing the visual side of who it is that you are, the physical side, right? It's seeing your physical body. And now this is a habit. This is an action that you're taking, something that I practice every day. And so what's happening is you're actually programming your mind to realize that, wow, this is the, this is like the second time you're doing this. This is the third time you're doing this. Is the fourth, this is the 10th time you're doing this. You keep standing up in front of yourself. You keep looking at yourself. You must be important. Wow. There must be a reason why you keep giving yourself attention. You must be valuable. Right? And this is how you are programming your mind to actually realize that you matter. Because you normally are programmed to be a giver, to serve others, but you forget about yourself. So there's more to this than actually just speaking affirmations or looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I am amazing. I'm powerful. I'm extraordinary. I'm phenomenal. I'm proud of you, Luke. 
right? There's actually the programming of your mind psychologically because your mind is starting to realize that, wow, you are important. I'm, I'm continuously seeing you every single day in the mirror. Because naturally, what are we doing? We're projecting. We're always looking externally at everything else but ourselves. So there's no wonder why we don't have a relationship with ourselves. There's no wonder why we give more to others than we do to ourselves. And this is the power within this experience that you have in connection with yourself, reconnection with yourself, is that you're actually training your mind to realize that you are important. You matter. You are, you are worthy. And I think that in itself is profound. So um, I hope that answers your question, Sani Baby 33 um, What else was there? I'm just having a look at some of the other questions. What if you've been in a damaged rela damaging relationship, marriage for 30 years, and then you feel that the alone is something hard to face because you're used to being with that person, that chaotic, toxic person? Yep. And that's something that a lot of us have been through. We've been in relationships for so long and then coming out of that relationship is just something so uncommon and uncomfortable that you've become so dependent on that other person for so many years, right? You want to just be kind and gentle with yourself and know, well, of course, it's going to be uncomfortable because it's nothing that you've experienced before. And stepping into a journey of solitude and uh, and, and being in a relationship with yourself is very challenging. It's something different. It's not something that you're used to. Like you can say the same thing if you're in a relationship right now and all of a sudden you tell your partner, listen, every Saturday I'm going to go have lunch with myself because I just want to spend some time with me. I just want to love on me and, and take me out because you know I deserve to spend some time with myself. You know That's going to be very weird for someone else to hear. Just as your mind and your experience of life to all of a sudden leave a 30-year relationship and then feel normal. You ain't going to feel normal. It's going to be freaking weird. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to feel lonely. You're going to feel like you're not good enough. You're going to feel like, oh my God, am I ever going to meet the right person again? Because that's the, one of the things that most, most happens to us after we've been in a certain relationship for so many years. We doubt ourselves. We start to worry. We start to worry like, oh my God, am I ever going to meet someone again? Um, you know, I feel I'm going to be lonely. No, am I ever going to have someone to love? You know, am I going to find someone to love for the rest of my life? Maybe no one's going to love me again. And, uh, you know, I always say the same thing. In order for someone to love you, first you need to love yourself. How can you love someone else when you don't love yourself? Because you're always dependent on someone else. So is it really love? Or are you just being needy? Because you need something else. And I get it. We're emotional beings. We love attention, affection. We love to be held. Okay? Right? But there is so much power in being alone. And when you think about your existence as a human, uh, I think the word even takes it out of context, being alone. You're never really alone because you are an entity. Right, you're with yourself. You're not alone, but again, it's all conditioning and programming. We get used to having other people around us, which then makes us conform to that being the norm. 
right? So anything that's unfamiliar to us, especially the fact that your mind is primitive, okay? It's designed to keep you safe. Anything that's unfamiliar, that it's not used to, that's out of your comfort zone, your mind is going to give you all these kind of thoughts and dialogue that, oh my God, this is scary. This is not right. This is not good. This is, un- this is bad. And it wants to keep you in your comfort zone. It wants to keep you safe. So when you're coming out of a long relationship, yeah, the first, first like couple of weeks is going to be challenging because, or maybe month, because your mind is going to be constantly, it's debilitating. Your mind is going to be like, this is not right. This is bad. This is wrong. You've never done this before. You can't be in a relationship with yourself. You can't be alone. You need to find someone else. Right, you need to find, and most, and a lot of the times, what happens is, is you get needy, and you need to find someone else, and then what happens is you attract someone else who's toxic, unhealthy, because you're desperate. That's something you want to watch out for. That's why it's so important to heal. That's why it's so important to know you're powerful, you're strong, you can get through this. This is just temporary. You know, you can move forward in your life, but. This is about having the right network. Having the right people around you to support you, love on you, tell you that, you know, it's going to be all right. You're going to be fine. I know that it hurts. I know that it's challenging. I know that this experience is not the most easiest to go through after you come out of a 30-year relationship. But don't be afraid of yourself. Don't be afraid of yourself. Like you came into this life. Why the hell are you afraid of you? Like you're amazing. You've been through so much. You've got such a massive story. You've got so much life experience. You've got so much amazing wisdom. And here we are doubting ourselves that we're not good enough. And if you think about the billions of people on this earth and, uh, and, and we are one person and we think that, you know, I'm never going to meet the right person or I'm never going to find that relationship. I'm never going to attract it. And that's why I say don't, 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 don't chase, just attract Right? And how do you do that? You do that by working on yourself. Right? You do that by understanding that for things to get better in my life, I need to get better. If I want to attract better or a healthier relationship into my life, well, then I need to become a healthier version of myself. I need to build that self-respect for myself. I need to learn from some of the experiences that I went through in my past relationships so that I don't have to deal with that in the future. And when I see that happen in the future, because, you know, who knows, you might not find the right person straight away or attract the right person. You might attract someone who's still toxic, unhealthy for you. And there your red flags come up and you have to be strong enough. You have to listen to your intuition. You have to be confident enough in yourself to pay attention, to know your worth. Because when that red flag comes up again, you need to be in your power to say, oh, shit, that's a red one. I'm out of here. No, thank you. Because the last thing you want to do is to go from one relationship to the next and then to be dealing with the same shit. And you didn't come here to do that. And that's why after a long relationship, the best thing that you can do is to fall madly in love with yourself is to connect with yourself, is to be in a relationship with yourself, is to spend time alone. Let those feelings be there. Don't try and run away from them. Sure, have a drink. Get drunk a few times, right? It's not. I'm not here telling you that uh, drinking alcohol and sometimes trying to run away from your emotions is a bad thing. It's just something that we do. 
It's up to you to tune in and say, what's working for me? What's right? Sometimes we need to get pissed a few times to realize that it's not working. It's not helping. Sometimes we've got to get drunk in our sorrows a little bit. You know, it's fucking life ain't easy. Like, fuck, we gotta, we've been through some shit. We've been through some tough relationships and some really emotionally distressing moments. Give me that bottle of vodka so I can get drunk. So I can forget about it a little bit. Right? But the truth is, you wake up the next morning, you wake up the next morning, you wake up the next weekend, and yeah, you feel like shit, got a bit of a hangover, you get over it, and then you realize that you still got those problems. You still feel that emotional distress. You still feel that pain. So you got to pay attention to that and go, okay, well, how many more weekends am I going to get wasted trying to run away from my pain? How many more weekends am I going to snort coke to run away from my pain to make me feel powerful and confident and that I don't have any problems? How many more of those kind of experiences am I going to go through before I wake up and say, okay, fuck, what am I wanting? What am I running away from? And the truth of the matter is, is that you're running away from you. Running away from the truth. And that's why facing your fears, overpowering your mind, don't let your mind control you. Stepping into more of a peaceful environment. You know, you need you when you're going through this. You, you need you more than they need you. This is where you have to start respecting yourself because, you know, especially when you leave relationships, some other, some people, when you leave relationships, they try to pull you back in. Like you might get hurt, you might, it might be over, but then you receive a text message. Oh, I miss you. From a male's point of view, I did it many times. The only thing that I missed was sex. <clears throat> That's the truth. When I broke up with, with some of the past relationships, the main thing that I was missing was sex. And that's the only reason why I was messaging back. And that's the ego. And then when you eat, when the ego, when you get that, you feel, you feel like a man again. You feel like, oh, yeah, I got it. You know, I manipulated my way in the conversation again to, to, to have sex again to get that person back. But then after that, it was all good again. It was like, okay, I did that fine, cool. Temporary high. So be mindful. Respect yourself. Know when you have done enough. You've learnt your lesson. Because if you do go back, what happens is the lesson will keep showing up until you learn it. And sometimes you got to get hurt a few times before you realize that shit, this keeps happening over and over again. And that's why the saying is so powerful is evolve or repeat. Evolve or repeat. Like in order for, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to keep getting the same results. If you're happy with those results, keep doing it. But if you're unhappy or if you keep getting hurt, you got to go. And that's why the other saying is isolate to elevate, right? You want to grow, isolate yourself, spend time with yourself, journal, get a coach, get a therapist, have a good support network, have people around you that are here to love on you, encourage you, support you, know that you're not alone. We're all here together. We're all working 
in this journey together to become our better versions of ourselves, to heal ourselves so that we can attract better into our life. And one of those journeys is solitude and it's powerful. But like I said, if you're in a relationship, it can work for you as well. It's just realizing that, hey, ask the questions. Am I dependent on my partner or am I not? Because if you're not, amazing. Prove it to yourself. Start hanging out with yourself more. Start giving yourself a little bit more time with you. Be alone. Be with your thoughts. Because that's what most people are afraid of. Being in their head. Right? Because a lot of shit comes up when you're alone. And you have to deal with it. You can't run from it. And that's the truth of the life experience that we are going through is that where a lot of us are running away from our own truth. We're running away from ourselves. So if you want to step more into power, into your truth, into your healing, into that higher vibration of life, into attracting healthy relationships into your life, into attracting more people that actually see you and respect you for who you are, in order for you to get that, first, you need to respect yourself. Because when you respect yourself, then you don't allow other people to come into your life or be near you and disrespect you. Because you have so much respect for yourself that you will not accept anything other than what you know you're worth. But in order for you to get there, you've got to spend some time in solitude. You've got to spend some time with yourself. You've got to change the things that are happening in your life right now so that you can grow. So, I'm just going to have a look and see. Loneliness is not good if you don't choose it sometimes, but if you can't otherwise. So, um, there's a difference between loneliness and being alone. Loneliness is, you know, the neediness of, you know, needing something, right? And you can be like that, especially if you've been through abandonment and neglect um, in your childhood. Because, again, you feel like there's something missing. And you're constantly trying to fill that void by being dependent on someone else. Um, but being alone is actually being with yourself. And there's nothing wrong with being yourself, right? Um, this is where the power is at. Again, it's always fear. Something that I was afraid of was not finding the right partner, not being in the relationship, not being able to attract someone to spend my life with or whatever. And when you're surrounded by other people in relationships and things are working out for others, uh, you start to question your worth. You start to wonder, am I good enough? What's wrong with me? Why are things not working out for me? Why can't I attract the right person? So, you know, you start to feel fear. You start to feel inadequate. You start to feel like there's something wrong. And then you wonder, but the biggest fear of all is, you know, oh, um, I don't want to be alone. So it's just like public speaking. It's just like something in your life that's skydiving. It's just like bungee jumping. It's just like fear of heights. It's something that you're afraid of that maybe if you practiced it, like the mirror work, for example. The one of the things with the mirror work, with talking to yourself in the mirror, when you start to do it at first, it's uncomfortable. You find yourself looking at yourself and you actually don't know what to say. You're uncomfortable with yourself. And why? Because it's not an experience that you're used to. Anything that's unfamiliar and you have a fear of is going to be uncomfortable. 
And in order for you to get comfortable, you've got to practice it a few times. Repetition is the mother of skill. You first, you've got to get uncomfortable before you get comfortable. And so it's nothing like, it's nothing different to anything else that you have a fear of. It's just that, you know, you've got to move into it. You've got to lean into it. You got to, And again, having the right, the right support network uh, is, you know, one of the ways to support your growth journey and your healing journey. Um, and hence why, for example, in my 15-week program with my clients is something that I've created that I have a community. Right? I like to say I have a community of gladiators. I have a community of warriors. I have a community of women who are saying yes to their lives who are saying yes to falling madly in love with themselves, yes to healing their trauma, their emotional stress, yes to healing uh, the things that they've gone through, toxic relationships, yes to learning to really love themselves and be in a strong relationship with themselves. And this is a community, right? Uh, I don't do one-on-one coaching. I coach in a group. And the reason why it's so powerful is because you have people around you, like-minded people, people who are showering you with love and compassion and positivity and encouragement and support right because the truth is you become who you surround yourself with your environment needs to be healthy for you to thrive if you think about a toxic environment unhealthy environment a low vibrational environment if you have people around you that are not supporting your goals, not supporting your dreams, telling you that you can't do it, telling you that what you're doing is stupid, telling you that you can't be yourself, giving you their, their opinions that are affecting you, that are making you feel like you're a piece of shit. And guess how you're going to feel every day? You're going to feel shit. You ain't going to feel uplifted. So that's why your environment plays a massive role, even in the journey of solitude. Because when you have the right people around you supporting you, saying you can do it, like don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of yourself. You can do this. I know you've been in a relationship for freaking 30 years or 40 years, but now it's time for you. Now it's time to make you a number one priority. Now it's time to show up for you. Now it's time to say, I got your, I got your back. Now it's time to say, hey, you know what? I missed these things when I was a teenager. I'm going to reparent myself. I'm going to give me what I was missing. I ain't waiting for no one to come and save me. I'm going to be my own cheerleader. And this is where you say yes to you. Because the truth is no one's coming to save you. And you can keep running. Or you can get get powerful. That's what this is all about. Episode number 108. If you're watching this on my live feeds, you can also find this on the Luke Mind Power Show podcast, which is available on all podcast platforms. Check it out. There's so many episodes that I have on this podcast platform um, that I did a lot of interviews with people, um, definitely, and it's basically the last two years of you know my growth and taking action and believing in myself. Um, so there's so much to learn, um, and if you haven't checked it out, do so because uh, you may have questions for me that they will all be answered when you tune into my podcast. Um, so if you're new to my platforms, if you're watching this for the first time, or um, you're new to connecting with me, uh, you want to learn more about me as well check out the Luke Mind Power Show on all podcast platforms. And if you're listening to my podcast right now um, on Apple Podcasts and you have an Apple iPhone, uh, please do me an amazing favor and leave me a review. Uh, it really goes a long way for me and I really, really appreciate it. 
Um, and if you have Instagram, share it on your Instagram page, on your profile, uh, on your story, um, on your Facebook story, and tag me as well um, so that I can reshare it on my social media platforms. And let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you. Leave me some feedback and a review on Apple Podcasts. It really goes a long, long way. And it expands my reach so that I can get um, connect with more people and inspire more people um, because we really need more love around this world. We need more awareness and we need people to wake up to their greatness so that uh, we can get away from the darkness of some of these traumas and uh, difficult experiences that we've been through in our life that are really weighing us down. Um, and the more that we come together, uh, hence, you know, my community, the Dream Chasers, uh, you know, it's over 2,000 people. If you're not a part of it, uh, click the link in my bio on Instagram um, or type in The Dream Chasers into Facebook um, under groups and you'll find it there. Um, you know, the journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. And that was only me taking action once and then continuing on, continuing on, continuing on. Um, and it's just a beautiful thing to... Uh, share this journey with you guys. I really appreciate all of your support and love, uh, your likes, your comments. Um, you know, I do my best uh, and, you know, I work with uh, a great team that I have as well that support me um, to be able to get back to everybody because the truth is I can't get back to everybody. I try my best, um, but I really, really appreciate all of the love and support and the energy that you throw my way. Um, especially even on TikTok, like there's uh, some videos there that there's thousands of comments and, you know, I want to get back to you guys, uh, but I, but this, you know, with my schedule and everything that I'm doing every single day, it's not easy. Um, so I just want you to know that I see you. I appreciate you. I love you. Um, you know, everything that you send my way uh, really means the universe to me. I do not take anything, any energy that you send my way. I don't take it for granted. It means so much to me um, and I receive it. In that being said, guys, keep believing in yourself. Keep loving yourself. Keep taking action on you and never, ever, 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 ever give up on your dreams. Give up on your happiness. And don't ever let anyone tell you how you need to live your life. I'll leave you with that. I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you on episode 109. Peace out, guys. You're amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. It's a blessing to use this platform to connect with you. If you would like to connect with me or learn more about how I can coach you to that next level of life, simply click the link below in the show notes. Also, join our private success community, The Dream Chasers, and surround yourself with gladiators who are saying yes to life and yes to their dreams. The link is also in the show notes. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a new episode and leave a review and rating on the Apple Podcast app. This really helps us out. If you don't already, follow me on Instagram. And remember, believe in yourself just a little bit more today. Never give up on your dreams. You don't need anyone's permission, just your own. I'll see you on the next episode.